Hi ladies, today's podcast is about what it means to be a high value woman and how you can fully own who you are. I'm going to share my experiences and my knowledge on this. I have a piece on this in my signature program and that is soon approaching. I cannot wait to share it with you all, but I hope you will enjoy listening to this today. So let's get started. Let's understand what it means to be high value. That's a powerful choice of words. Every woman deserves to feel worthy and recognised, but you have to recognise this first. It's not selfish, it's not conceited, it's actually freeing. It's so wholesome, so peaceful, and it's just the most beautiful thing you will ever do for yourself. I know that my experience or my story might not resonate with everyone, but I hope it inspires you to think in a different way. You know, women, we create life we are life and that is just something so amazing and we don't realize how amazing we truly are. I wish I could see this when I was much younger because I just had no confidence. I was somebody who was just so so critical, so full of self-doubt. It just wasn't always a pleasant journey and if you're striving to be more high value, you have to be clear on what you want. When people see you doing well, they see that you're confident, you're free-spirited, it does stir something inside them. They will do what they can to make you feel small, to weaken you or crush you, but you have to rise above that. Sometimes we don't make good choices, whether this is with money, men, education, whatever it is, you have the ability to turn your life around. I've done that for myself. I've seen other incredible women do that on a day-to-day basis. You don't need a man or a woman or anybody to tell you how pretty you are or how amazing you are. You need to recognize this for yourself. You need to recognize who you are on the inside. I know that social media over the last 10, 15 social media over the last 10, 15 years has pretty much everything. And I remember when. I remember when I first started using social media. To be honest, I wasn't really that into it. I remember that my cousin made me. Um, a Bebo account so I just started using it and I started using MSN from then onwards I've just always used social media and I can see the advantages of social media you know it's amazing you make amazing connections it does help you to feel inspired and confident but then the toxic side of social media is that it does influence young women women of all ages to challenge their own thoughts and their beliefs it almost makes you feel like you have to live your life in a certain way even though we know that everything is filtered and it's just one small aspect of somebody's day or lifestyle so never ever ever look at somebody's story or profile and think oh my god their life is perfect we all have our own struggles and as much as i believe that life is what you make it we should never make any judgment or comparisons to what people are going through always have the belief or the thought that whatever they're going through, whatever happiness they're sharing with you, they deserve that. They deserve that bit of happiness. That's for them. They worked hard for it. And even if somebody's trying to rub something in your face, again, just rise above it and let it go. People say whatever they want because they feel like they can. And you have the ability to turn your life around. I know that every woman is not only soft, warm and nurturing, but she is energy. She radiates and glows up when she's doing the things 
that make her happy. So ultimately, what I'm trying to say is that do the things that make you feel good. As much as social media is an influence on our lives, try and detox from it from time to time and see how it changes your day. Like honestly, go a day without using it. I know that if you were to check your screen time now and you told me that you've been on social media for, I don't know, six, seven hours, I don't know what the average is for the day, but if it's something like more than four hours, that is a lot of time to be spending on social media. You can be doing something way more inspiring and educational instead. You can use your time to work on your fitness goals, learn something new, anything that empowers you and uplifts you. Everything has to be in moderation and this includes social media platforms. I feel like I'm kind of going off on a bit of a tangent but it's fine, let me reel myself back in. So if you want to level up, you have to put yourself first. You're number one, you're the catch, you're the queen. This is something that took me such a long time to realise. I've always been so full of self-doubt with everything, whether it's studying, working, making more money, um, even friendships and relationships when I was much younger. It's really painful for me to speak about. And if I could go back 10, 15 years, I was going to say I maybe would have tried harder to acknowledge this and work on this. But I did have a good friendship circle and people there to shake me and inspire me to do better. I know growing up as a British Asian woman, it feels like a tug of war between who you're expected to be and who you want to be. I love that I'm a British Pakistani woman. I appreciate and value the uniqueness from both of my cultures. It makes me who I am today. But if you're also one of those women who has seen injustice and you've encountered injustice personally as a young girl, growing up as a teenager, and then transitioning into womanhood, it's an overwhelming experience. It's just, it's crazy. For me personally, it's been an emotional battle. I've seen what being open-minded does culturally, and I've also seen what being fixed in your ways and being narrow-minded does. And the latter is definitely an emotional minefield. It's awful and I will try and speak about this as sensitively as I can. I want you to give yourself the recognition and appreciate where you are now. We will never understand everyone's individual struggles but we can stand with them and I believe that women together make big moves. We are a sisterhood and yeah there might be a few who choose not to but that's on them. I see every woman who's doing well as a source of inspiration and not competition. If you've ever been hurt or heartbroken, you can change yourself. You can change things around and, be and become a super confident and an amazing woman who fully recognises her value. Ultimately, you define your worth. However many times someone's put you down, whether it's a job rejection or a guy that doesn't see your worth, you are so much more than that. We put our value in things or we look for validation from people around us, our bank balance, the things we own. But that wholesome and pure validation comes from inside of us. Just think about it. Every morning when you wake up, you always want to tell yourself how incredible you are. This is why affirmations are really, really important and empowering. If you practice affirmations on a regular day-to-day -day, consistent basis, it changes your life. Whatever you tell yourself, you will radiate that. So for example, imagine you have an important interview and it's so common for people to fret. We're like, oh my God, I can't do this. What if I forget to mention this and that? 
we put ourselves into a state of panic. But imagine speaking to yourself in an empowering, graceful and loving way. I will get that job. I will do well. My dreams feel so much closer to me. Do you see the difference? As babies, our only fear was really being dropped or left hungry. You know, we're so happy and carefree as babies. But then as we grow and develop our own personalities, we're conditioned by our parents, school, society, our lives. We have different ideas and beliefs bestowed upon us and they make us feel a certain way. You might start to question yourself or the things around you. And if you were never reassured as a child or you were always put down, you're always going to feel like you're not good enough. You know, you start to spiral and instead of being who you can actually be, you are displaying yourself in, I don't want to say a non-authentic way, but you're not fully being who you are. And it's because your own worries and anxieties prevent you from becoming everything you aspire to be and have the ability to be. You know, it's okay to be full of self-doubt and to have fears. I know exactly what that's like. I'm someone who's held myself back so much, but I am where I am today. I know that when I was growing up, I'd hear things like, when you get married at 19, or when you have your own kids, or you don't need to go to uni, you're not a man, you don't need to work, or um, what kind of woman leaves her kids at home and goes to work? Bear in mind, I was so young myself. I was definitely under the age of 16, hearing all these kinds of things. You have desi aunties who say so much more than this. And if you're a South Asian woman, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's so jarring. It's so emotionally debilitating and crushing. It's just, it's awful. I didn't even know what it means to be a married woman or to have kids. Even now, I don't think I know. I'm not, I'm not married yet. I'm still, like, I was still finding out who I am. And even in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, you still figure out who you want to be. But when you are a young, tender age, when you're a teenager, when you're in your early 20s, you're still figuring out who you are, what you like, and how you'd like your life to be. I knew that I had goals and aspirations, but it was a challenge for me to stand up to them because I feel like I have an obligation towards um, my culture and other things that are going on. But then at the same time, I know that I want to be successful. I want to thrive and I'm just not sure how to best go about this. Whether it's family, aunties or other people in the community who make you feel so low and like your worth is only based on being a wife. This isn't even getting married to a cousin or a distant relative. That's a whole other topic. Or that your worth is that that's all you're good for no way it's actually giving me palpitations just thinking about those instances and what other young girls and women go through being you is about letting yourself fully experience the world around you step out of your comfort zone get a job do some volunteering connect with other people when you engage in conversation with other people it expands your speech your way of thinking you know your outlook on life think about your own values and the values you would like to have Learn to overcome the things that hold you back. Understand your fears. A huge anchor in my life was definitely religion and spirituality. I love knowing that I have the ability to pray and find solace and comfort in God. Prayer and faith has got me through everything. We change through different areas in our lives and I know this isn't easy. I know change is really frightening and scary and especially in the Asian culture we feel like we have an obligation to our parents and elders. Yes, respectfully we do 
for any relationship that is toxic or unhealthy, be it with your parents or your siblings, is not okay. You have to do what is healthy and what is right for you. You have to recognise what's healthy. And a lot of the times we don't. And when we do, it's much later on in our lives. When we're growing up, we're told we have to do what our parents tell us. Otherwise, God might be angry or what will other people say? We're constantly compared to cousins and and other people. That is controlling. That is toxic. I'd say a lot of parents do mean well. You know, they do want the best for us. They know what society is like. They know that there are horrible people out there. Like, I agree to some extent that, yes, they do have life experience. And they know that there are just some people out there who don't wish well for us. However, there are parents out there who who don't understand how damaging their words and actions are. When I read or hear about honour killings, something inside me snaps. Because before these men or women or young girls and boys are killed by their parents or relatives, I can't comprehend what their final thoughts must be. And this actually makes me really emotional. This is a whole other topic for another podcast, maybe. But parents who try and justify such awful actions and behaviours for the sake of reputation or what other people think or wrongly in the name of religion, there is no religion or culture that accepts honour killings or abuse of any kind and the truth is if you've nurtured your own growth and habits you won't even have the time for other people's opinions you know how some people want validation from other people like they might feel like oh who's looked at my snapchat story who's like my instagram post they are the kind of people who are constantly looking for external validation and they'll never be happy they feel like they have to put on a show or a performance for other people but you don't need to do that. You know, other people's opinions don't matter when you make the time for yourself. Negative opinions come from a place of insecurity, envy, or anything that's lacking. And that's because you have a secure and healthy attachment to yourself. You recognize your strengths. You're prioritizing self-care and self-love. So how do we become high value? And to put it really simply, be who you are. So often we feel like we have to impress other people from the way we look to the things we have, to the things we have to show people we and we don't have it. You don't need to do that. Just be yourself. You know, have a social media detox. Put your phone away for a day, a week, however long you want. Honestly, it will do you the world of good. Never ever feel like you have to be pressured into doing the things you don't want to do. Even if your family and parents and friends, whoever it is, even if they mean well, if something doesn't sit well or sit right with you, it's okay to challenge that. It's okay to take yourself away from a situation and evaluate somebody's words, thoughts and actions. Why is it making me feel this way? Am I feeling uncomfortable? Is it unsettling? Do I want to get married young? Do I want to have a family so young? And if the answer is no, that's okay. If you want to focus on other things instead, be it your career, be it finding yourself, experiencing life, whatever it is, then do that. It's okay. Some women also feel like, oh my God, if I don't get married by a certain age, I'm going to be too old. Nobody's going to want me. If I'm not a young mum, I'm going to be an old mum. If I don't have this job, I'm not going to be making this money. My cousin's doing this, I'm doing that. My friends are doing this, my neighbour's doing that. It's just, do you see how it spirals? But don't worry about those things. Focus on you. None of these things define your worth. 
not having a husband or children, it comes from you. Yes, they are amazing achievements. Yes, it's amazing to spend the rest of your life with somebody amazing, somebody you love, and to have children who you unconditionally love as well. But it's not the end all or the be all. But it's not your ultimate purpose. It doesn't define who you are. You are still you with or without children. You are still you with or without a partner or a husband. You have to challenge those thoughts and get rid of those beliefs. We all have reasons and experiences in our pasts that we're not happy about or that we wish we could change and you can change them. That change can start right now. That change can start today. And the only thing that will hold you back is you, honestly. Don't let the opinions of other people challenge or change what you want to do in your life. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay to feel like you're not good enough, but you have to learn to become good enough. The important thing is that you can recognize that these things come from a place of uncertainty and instability. And you wanna create that certainty for yourself. You wanna create that place of safety, comfort and peace and growth and good vibes. You can have all of those things. A lot of women, and again, especially Asian women, sometimes we feel like we owe an explanation, a justification for everything we have to do. And it's really sad because we just naturally feel like we have to do that. I know that I've certainly felt like that. But when I have stood up for the things that I care about, the things that mean the most to me, that's when I've seen a difference. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, it's really painful. And it's just, oh my God, it's just an overwhelming experience. But when you take that leap, and you go after what's most important to you, you are showing up for yourself. You are showing yourself how strong you can be and how amazing and incredible you truly are. So be yourself. Don't feel like you have to shy away from the things you want to do. And I know sometimes a lot of women do feel like this. It's okay to stand up for yourself, stand up for the things you believe in. With Asian girls, I know this can be from the things you do, the hobbies you have, the clothes you wear, the type of friends you have. Like we're judged on the most basic and simplest of things, which seem like a normal human right to so many other women. It, it's, it's a real challenge and a struggle for so many other women as well. There are some women who don't even have social lives. There are some women who can't go on to study. There are some women who are told you're going on holiday and they come back home married and this is awful. And this is why I use my platform to speak about these kind of things. And I know this happens across so many other cultures as well. But you don't need to be anybody that you don't want to be. It's okay to vent. Go and talk to a friend, a therapist, a counsellor. Talk to somebody you confide in about this. Sometimes, you know, when you offload to your best friend and you just need a good cry, it does absolute wonders, right? And it's important that you talk about this so that you don't feel oppressed and restricted. You know, being a high value woman isn't something that comes easy. It comes with a lot of courage, a lot of strength. And what I'm trying to say here is just be you. You only ever feel fulfilled, wholesome and complete when you're being unique and true to yourself. So please own who you are. You know, look in the mirror and tell yourself, you know what, you're beautiful, you're incredible, you're capable of incredible, amazing things. You're going to make big moves. You're going to shake society and you're going to challenge stigma in ways that nobody else has ever challenged it. And I want you to believe that because I know that's a very scary affirmation to have, but it's true. I feel like the world is evolving. 
Look around you. How many influential and inspiring women are there who are doing big things, who are succeeding, who are thriving? You don't always need to be the best dressed. You don't always need to have makeup on. You don't always need to own certain things, designer shoes, a designer bag to feel worthy. You know, I will happily rock Primark trainers and what? I will happily rock anything, whatever it is. At the end of the day, things are things. Yes, it's okay to want to have nice things, a nice lifestyle. Why not? But be yourself. Be who you are. In a world full of filters and fashion, just be you. Do what makes you comfortable. Own your flaws. Own your weaknesses. Posit and turn them into strengths. That's ultimately all we can do. Nobody's perfect. Anybody who tries to claim they're perfect or tries to tell you they're perfect, they're not. The best way you can take that power back is to give yourself permission. Don't wait for permission. And I know that sometimes when, say, for example, women who want to study further or educate further or they want to go for work in a different city or even abroad, you know, these are incredible, amazing experiences. And you want to look back in your life in 10, 20 years time and be able to share these amazing experiences with your own family. Like if you want to start a family and have children, you want to share such meaningful, empowering and uplifting experiences with them. And I know there are so many women who who don't really know what their parents' childhoods were like. They don't know what their lives were like. They were never told encouraging and inspiring stories. Maybe they know a few things, but they don't truly know um, anything more than that. And maybe their parents have been through tough times. Maybe they've also had a challenging upbringing with their grandparents, with their own parents. You know, it's really tough when you try and understand emotionally, mentally, psychologically, the challenges our own parents have had to go through. And maybe this is why people are the way they are. It's unfortunately a very toxic and damaging cycle, but it's up to us to challenge that and break that and create healthy relationships. I believe that people can change. People who want to change will change. But when you're on the receiving end of unfairness and injustice, you know, you have to try and challenge that. You have to try and stand up to yourself. You have to do what's right for you. You don't need to chase anybody's approval, whether this is your family, whether this is a man, whether this is your boss, a paycheck, whatever it is. Any woman who knows her value, who knows how incredible she is, she's not going to settle for just anything. She doesn't need anybody's opinions, anybody's input in anything she does. I promise you, when you pay attention to yourself and do all the things that make you feel so healthy and do the things to better your own growth, you will attract goodness in every area in your life, be it relationships. You know, be it marriage proposals, be it your work, your career prospects, hobbies, uplifting friendships, whatever it is, you will attract goodness. You have to believe that. I do believe that what you put in is what you will get out. You know, if you're going to sit there and do nothing, then nothing's going to come to you. It's just self-explanatory, right? It's just really, really obvious. You have to work for some of the things you want. Yes, it's not always easy. Yes, it's going to be a struggle. Yes, you're going to have days where you want to give up. But keep going. You know, take little steps. Be patient with yourself. Recognize the progress that you have made or you're trying to make and the things you do aspire to achieve. I want you to believe in yourself the way I believe in you. 
I know that you're powerful, you're incredible, you're tenacious, and you can have anything you want in your life. You can have anything beautiful, successful, and impressive in your life. Set those standards high because I'm telling you, anyone who tries knocking those walls down is going to fall on their face. You're the queen of your own castle. You are strong enough to fight your own battles. This is down to you. The choice is always yours. Nobody has the right to put you down about anything. It doesn't matter if you're not married yet, or you want to go back to school, or you want to work on your fitness goals, or you want to go traveling, or you want to help others. You have to help yourself. If you're not going to take care of yourself, nobody else will. You need a healthy body to have a healthy mind. And you need a healthy mind to have a healthy body. Tell yourself, today I want to feel comfortable in my own skin. I don't need to wear makeup or clothes to impress others. I will stay in my pyjamas. I will listen to music that makes me feel good. I'm going to watch a movie that inspires me. I'm going to set big goals. I'm going to say no to that proposal. I don't care about what that auntie thinks. I don't need to prove anything to these toxic aunties. But I'm going to prove everything to myself and give myself the world. You deserve that at the very least. Show up as the confident, thriving and powerful woman that you are. You don't need to accept anything any negativity from anyone else, but how you speak to yourself is very important. So I want you to take that time out for yourself and really reflect on what it is that you want. Get a journal, get a notebook, go and sit in your bedroom, the garden, go for a walk, go and sit anywhere where you can feel like you can relax and fully feel like yourself. A place where nobody's going to judge your thoughts. It's literally just you, a pen, a paper and get writing. You know, let your thoughts flow freely onto paper and you'll be surprised at what comes out. I want you to speak to yourself positively. I want you to recognize your accomplishments and accept and accept who you are. I don't want you to feel oppressed, belittled or discouraged from your dreams. You are more than capable of achieving those things. And I know there's no easy or straightforward way to achieving those dreams but it's all down to you. I know you can make this happen. I know it takes a lot of strength and courage, but you will get there. You have to believe you will get there. Your goals can be something really small and simple. It could be waking up an hour earlier, or even if it is something really significant and meaningful that will change your life, then take the small steps to work towards this. And remember, when you're putting yourself first, you're also becoming an inspiration for other women to do the same. So go out there and support other women, uplift other women, tell them how incredible they are, tell them, tell them how wonderful they are, tell them what they're doing is so life-changing. Tell them that their efforts are recognised. Sometimes when you have friends or somebody you follow who has a small business, show them your support. It doesn't hurt to drop a comment, a like, share their page, share their business. You know, you're making someone's day. You know, you're showing them that you care about their passions. You're interested in their passions and you're supportive of it. And I promise you everything will work out. So... A high value woman stands up for herself. She puts herself first. She is feminine. She is graceful. She steps into who she is authentically. She is emotionally intelligent. She knows how to set standards and will not let anything surpass them. She is passionate about the choices she makes. And she knows that she is deserving of good health and good happiness. 
I really hope you enjoy this podcast. I hope you're related to it. Do share it. Do DM me and let me know your thoughts and opinions on this. How are you being a high value woman? How are you helping yourself? What struggles have you had to go through to get to where you are or where you want to be? I hope you're having a good day. Join me on my next podcast.